Hey guys, I'm just coming on here to warn you that our audio is not the best this episode. I debated on scrapping this episode, but the audio does get better around 15 minutes in and is okay until we get into our media section, then it does start to mess up again. I hope this episode can still be enjoyable for you guys. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry, the podcast where we discuss the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and fellow co-host, Jose Angel. How are you? Hello. I am doing wonderful. Always wonderful on recording day. Hey, that's what we like to hear. Yes. And before we get started today, I do want to acknowledge one of our former subjects has passed away. Sinead O'Connor sadly passed away. She was only 56 years old, which is still pretty young. Mm -hmm. Her cause of death has not been released. Our episode covering her has been doing, you know, numbers, which I'm glad because I don't think she was ever really given a fair shake. And a lot of people don't know the story of Sinead, which is filled with a lot of trauma and sadness. Yeah, I think everybody is kind of more familiar with the SNL thing and then just what she's been going through in the later years, but they don't know the full story, so. Yeah, I highly recommend reading her book, Remembrance, if you want to know more about her. It was my primary source for our episode, but there was a lot I left out. Mm, Good to know. Also, before we get into our main scandal today, I do have a little mini scandal for us to discuss. A little appetizer? Yes. I just want to get your opinion to see if we're on the same page or not. Oh, no. I don't like these. (laughs) So, Cinder Miranda Lambert currently has a Vegas residency. (laughs) (laughs) I I assume you heard of it. Maybe. So, while she's performing a song, she notices something in the crowd that she's not too fond of. And that was a few ladies taking some selfies. She stops the song and says... These girls are worried about their selfies and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. We're here to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some country damn music. Then she would restart the song, but some people did end up leaving maybe around seven. And one can be heard saying, let's go. Come on. You don't do that to fans. The photo has six women ages 30 to 60 with their back to Miranda. In one of the photos, you can see Miranda in the background and the other one you cannot. Also, this little scandal has caused a 2019 video to resurface where Miranda Lambert is on stage and a beach ball lands on stage and Miranda would grab it and deflate it with a little knife or something. I couldn't really tell what it was in the video. She would then say, I love y'all, but we're not at the damn beach. We're singing country music tonight. Girl, you better have a phrase. (laughs) I've been saying that all week. We're singing (laughs) country music right now. So there are two camps on this. The majority being the fans pay to be there. They can do whatever they want, including taking selfies, which a lot of people do to remember the experience. And the smaller side of it's her show. If she doesn't want people taking photos and to just enjoy some country music, that's her right. Where do you fall? (laughs) Oh, Lord. I have heard about this and I... Don't know. (laughs) How about let's start with the easy one, the beach ball one. How do you feel about that one? The beach ball one, very much more understandable. 
Um, I guess that's a way to like loosen up the crowd or make people feel better. I hate that shit. Get them beach balls out the goddamn crowd. We're singing country music tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't really care. I mean, if that was somebody's property, that kind of sucks, bitch. You better give me that $18 for that beach ball. But I'm yeah, that's a thing for you on that one. You said what? I'm with you on that one. I hate a beach ball being anywhere but the beach. Yeah, it's more of a, um, I would think, a nuisance at a con- a concert. Yeah. Um. So, okay, that's more easier. <laughs> the, okay, so this is where I would, this is, this is what I think for the, uh, the photo scandal, the photo appetizer scandal. Miranda could have handled that better. Were the chicks possibly being annoying and a little bit rude? With the flashes and the interrupting right dead center, trying to get your picture perfect with Miranda in the middle. I quite think so. That would get on my nerves a little bit. Like, bitch, I'm trying to sing. I keep seeing y'all pose. This is the, the jam. You bitches keep getting up and taking pictures, doing a slow jam. I'm pissed. But <laughs> the, the fans are kind of right. Uh, bitch, I paid my money. You're getting paid no matter what. You're going to have to sing on that stage during, I mean, for the most part, giving like emergencies, you're going to sing through whatever happens in the crowd. I probably wouldn't have brought more attention to it. It made you look like a sourpuss. But on a Katrina level of can't standing people all the fucking time, I get it. But she looked salty and she looked like she was mad. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't really have to do what she did. She, She just wanted to Maybe she just wanted to get her anger out. I don't know. Something's going on at home, Miranda. What's going on? Okay. I'm kind of, I'm I'm with you on there. I, I lean more towards Miranda's side, which I know I'm in the minority here. Mm-hmm. Just because the backs were turned to her. I do think she handled it poorly, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she loves that line. And that's what she's there to do. Sing some damn country music. And that's what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, like for yeah, you're right. It, it's the delivery. Like, if you would have gently reprimanded them, because you, you're going to call them out anyway, basically, from, from what I'm seeing, Miranda. So what's stopping you from being, hey, ladies, this is a very special song in the middle of this very special show. And I just want everybody to, to get their, their due and, you know, not, <laughs> not be shortchanged. So do you mind turning around? Let me finish the song before you take your little photographs. And then, I like, figured. oh my gosh, Miranda, uh, oh, we're being little silly billies, of course. <laughs> Let me stop. Or, I know you're doing way touchier. But you know what I mean. Like you, you didn't have to do all that. Or if it's that bit of an issue, just have a rule in place for your. I mean, you're at a Vegas residency. No flash photography or no cameras out. Like, there's plenty of arenas that do that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you could do that. She wants the publicity. She wants people taking good of that. Maybe. I said, she mad because the tickets ain't selling. I said, hey. Because <laughs> there was, uh, I ain't going to lie, in that video, there was some space. <laughs> there were some spacey seats. I, I like Miranda Lambert. Like, I liked uh, a handful of her songs. Same. I mean, her and Carrie Underwood, something bad about to happen. That's my shit, low key too. I hate the comments though that I'm seeing. It's like, 
or now I know why Blake left because you know her divorce with Blake Shelton happened years ago. It's like, damn, shut up. Yeah, shut up because soon y'all gonna be in Gwen's comments like that from what I hear. <laughs> from what <laughs> I hear, that marriage ain't doing too swell either. Ooh, I haven't heard that. They always want to blame. So, bitch, can people not have an attitude and be upset one day without blaming my entire downfall on it? <laughs> so let's get into our main topic of the episode. Someone who has also been in the news lately for shitting on her fans. Would you like to guess? It is Doja Cat. Doja. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you want to answer to your question? <laughs> the one off mic? Yeah. Is that, is that who you were going to bring? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I knew something told me to do her this week. I, <laughs> like, no, the her. thing, the honest to God thing was, I was like, I want to bring her, but I'm afraid because, you know, mine isn't for like two weeks. I was like, I don't want it to be out of the news cycle. So I'm actually glad that you're doing it. Okay, good. Plus I get so. to just fall back. <laughs> <laughs> So we will be talking about Doja Cat. Are you a fan of Doja's? Are you a kitten? First of all, don't call me a kitten. Don't refer to yourself as kitten. You're a fucking <laughs> loser. You're a grown-ass man. <laughs> Get a job. Get a job. Delete your page. Um, I would not say I am a fan of Doja Cat. Um, I do like your Miranda Lambert. I am a fan of a good amount, like a handful of her songs. Definitely. She makes... Decent music to me. Yes, I like mainly say so, but <laughs> I do like, I think she has a very distinct sound. And I think it's sort of just the beginning for Doja. So I kind of want to see like where that goes. Okay. But I wouldn't call myself a fan or a kitten. Yeah, not with you only mentioning say so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And. You know, Doja as a singer or a rapper, whatever you want to classify her as, uh-huh. is very talented. But as a person, when I see what I see online, without you know re- really looking into it until now, it has kind of rubbed me the wrong way before. Agreed. I I, I would say when if when she, bitch can you talk. <laughs> <laughs> when she first kind of was exposed for being problematic, I wasn't really a quote unquote fan long. Like I know I said I wasn't a fan, but I was trying I was beginning to become a fan of her. That move shit came out and I was like, oh fuck, this is my shit. And so I was trying to become a fan of her and delving into her music. And then she got exposed for that other, you know, thing. And I was like, let me back up off this bitch for a minute. Maybe she ain't who I thought she was. And then more music came out. It seemed good. She seemed to kind of clear it up on social media and kind of apologize, but then like kind of stand her ground. So then I was cool again. And then, you know, it just kind of went downhill. And I'm like, ain't no saving her in my mind. I agree with everything you said. It's, and we'll go into it. Like this cycle of she does something that's like ill, let's mm-hmm. step away from her. So yeah, yeah that's why after Say So, especially after she collabed with Nicki Minaj, you know, yes. so a Nicki fan back then, I was like, I what? I want to see her music. And it's like, mm, maybe not. Maybe let's just let her do her own thing. Mm-mm-mm. Doja Cat was born as Amala Lamani, which is a name I have never heard before, but sounds very pretty. Opening doors. 
Yes. I would refer to her as Doja or Miss Cat just because that's her stage name and what she is known by. <laughs> Doja was born October 21st, 1995, making her a Libra. <laughs> which I think we can say this has all been a big misunderstanding and might as well end the episode right here. I think we know what those Libras are capable of. <laughs> so Doja's mother is a painter with Jewish ancestry, while her father is South African actor, best known for a musical film called Serafina. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but I think so. Yeah, never heard of it, but Serafina were an exclamation point. Doja claims she never met her father as a child, meeting him later in life. Her father has denied this, saying they had a, quote, healthy relationship. And I don't know which side is true, but I do know shitty parents always have a hard time admitting they were shitty parents. So I lean more towards Doja. I'll tell you, that is 100% correct. It's always, I mean, I'm not do that. Sure. I'm, no, my mamas are great. I'm just saying, overall, I have seen that. So when Doja was a child, she lived in an ashram in Santa Monica for four years. What's that and ashram? An, yes, an ashram is like a monastery, but for the Hindu faith. Oh, okay. So while there, she had to wear scarves covering her head and a lot of her body is covered as well. And she does learn some Indian classical dances, and then she starts learning break dancing. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> I just thought it was like a theme, and then you say break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> so she had this to say in an interview with The Fader about living in an ashram. It was really like constricting for me. Even though it was beautiful and there was a lot of nature, I felt like I couldn't be a kid because you had to wrap your head and cover your everything, and you can't show your shoulders. It was a huge part of my life for sure. And then we moved out and I ditched it completely. But I really loved the visual aspect of it. The music was beautiful. It was great. So it seems like it served its purpose for her as a child, but she no longer really deals with that. Mm -hmm. But she would continue dancing, doing some competitions with a group and would drop out of high school at the age of 16. So now she has some free time and she uses that time exploring the internet talking in chat rooms, looking for music and beats to sing and rap on. She taught herself how to rap, but I believe she had an aunt who helped her learn how to sing when she was younger, and she just improved that throughout the years. Okay. So she starts making music and uploading the music to SoundCloud. This is also when Doja came up with her name, Doja being her favorite strain of marijuana, and the cat is because she loves cats or was inspired by her cat. That one wasn't that clear. <laughs> Weed cat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So she releases the song So High on SoundCloud in 2012. And producer and alleged rapist of Kesha, Dr. Luke discovers her and signs her. Oh, of course. You see some young woman talent on, on the rise. Yeah. Maybe a little pattern there. Possibly. So Doja is around 17 and she releases an EP called Purr. So high being this single and it gets some buzz. The song appears on the show Empire. I think it was just a background song, not like a song to cast in on there. I was about to say, I hear, I hear Jesse break out with that one. <laughs> 
And she would switch labels in 2015. In 2018, she would release a few more singles. Candy would be her first single to chart. It would chart at 80 sits in the U.S. charts and 30 sits in the U.S. R&B hip-hop charts. Okay. So she's climbing that success ladder. And the first time I ever heard of her was the song called Moo. Hell yeah. I don't know if you were the one who showed me this song, but I remember someone did, and I was a hater then, and I didn't get it, and I still don't get it, really, but back then, I was like, this is stupid. Why did you show this to me? (laughs) It was so entertaining when I saw it. I mean, it just, just so entertaining. The song's called Moo. She's mooing. The bitch is dressed in cow attire. It's just... Uh, I, so, so that's yeah i pretty much think that you're the one who showed it to me then you know, that was the best part i was like is he harmonizing with me <laughs> she won me over that's what was so disappointing i am always down to laugh with a catchy tune so she she reeled me in <laughs> i just remember i rewatched it recently too she's wearing you know the cow print outfit and yeah the song starts and she has like french fries or something up her nose and yeah i was like as soon as i saw it, i'm like it's a no for me it was at first giving the i'm i'm a, a quirky girl yes <laughs> i'm not like other girls but it was just so silly a lot of people did not like it after i mean i think a lot of people did like it but there was a a good slice of people that were like oh this is so fucking stupid and immature and makes no sense like to be fair, yes, but also sometimes people just want to joke around. Like some of these people, maybe you at first, were just Sour Susies. <laughs> I, I can admit to being a Sour Susie because <laughs> it made me so angry back then that you showed it to me. But this time I was like, oh, it's, it's stupid. Like it's not for me, but it's this is how bitches are getting famous. That's probably what she was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> So the song does go viral, but it's a like a joke song. And I don't mean it as shade or anything to our Libra queen. But at this point, she is practically a meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with fame always comes the scandals. In August of 2018, Doja Cat's tweets resurface where she is calling Tyler the Creator and Earl Sweatshirt the F-slur. Damn, what the hell did they do to her? <laughs> I mean, not it like was- they weren't using it as well, but... It was just a tweet, and it, you know, it was an older tweet. And she just tagged them, and she said, they're F slur. So Earl, pe- Tyler, you friendlies. <laughs> like, that's crazy. So people are calling her out, and Doja responds with retweeting the tweet that was calling her out and putting, laugh my ass off. <laughs> okay, she- so we see how she takes criticism. Yes, and then she then follows that with a tweet with, I taught a couple people the F-slur when I was in high school in 2015. Does that mean I don't deserve support? And just to be clear, she is saying the actual F-slur in this tweet. I'm just not saying it. Yeah. So she continues with, I've said F-slur roughly 15,000 times in my life, (laughs) which is funny. Does saying F-slur mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. I get so, it. You're, you're still trying to embody that persona of you just being a meme, uh, a troll, not taking things serious. But I mean, this is a choice on how to approach a situation. And just to say, I've said the F slur roughly 15,000 times. Because you know, a man and a white person said, 
you know, I've said, nigga, just, uh, or, or the hard one, I've said, nigga, like, at least 100,000 times, does that mean I can't eat fried chicken? <laughs> so, this response sends people into a frenzy, especially since she said the word several times in this non-apology. Mm-hmm. And she would delete this tweet following it with, I've used horrible, derogatory, and hateful words towards people out of ignorance. I just want you guys to know that you're incredibly special, and I hold you dearly to my heart. I'm sorry for anyone I've offended or deeply hurt. You all are worth love and support. No one deserves to be discriminated against their race, religion, or sexual orientation in any angle or sense. I don't want you to look at me as a role model. I just want you to hear my music and the joy that you take from me is the most important part. I love making music with you. Thanks. Thank you for everything to this day. Girl. <laughs> what the fuck was stopping you from doing that the first time? That's why I always, that's why I, I very much can't stand when, ce- <laughs> I can't stand when celebrities double down or respond with, you know, I said what I said and then later come out with the apology. Bitch, I know you're insincere. I know that somebody got into your ear and said, bitch, you got to make this apology. Shit ain't looking right. Yeah, um, so much hate. You're like, I just want to stop. Yeah, because the thing is, is that you were trying to be funny. You were trying to be the funny girl. And then you look like the the stupid girl because you had to come back and literally say the apology. You had to uh, delete your cool, your cool shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck shit. And you had to put an actual apology out. <laughs> So she would delete that apology as well and make another statement pretty much the same, just more shorter. So I won't read that one. Girl, make up your mind. How do you want to (laughs) sound? And I'm not defending the use of that word, but it was a lot more commonly used, you know, back in my day. So the scandal does blow over. (laughs) Back in my day? (laughs) (laughs) And Moo and this little scandal came out on the same month. So a lot of people were saying she... She's done. It was her 15 minutes of fame. She's ruined it. But Doja would prove otherwise. Mm, That is true. Bitch was like a cockroach. She ain't dying. In 2019, she would release her single Bottom Bitch for her album Hot Pink. She also had Boss Bitch on the soundtrack for Birds of Prey. And then in January 2020, her fourth single off of Hot Pink came out. And that was Say So. Oh, Say So was on Hot Pink. Yes. I think Say So is what really put her on the map. It was inescapable. TikTok user Yodeling Haley came up with a dance for the TikTok. And, you know, once these dances go viral and the songs on it, people are going to be hopping on that trend and you just can't escape it. Yeah, for the longest because of the TikTok trend, I didn't even know the bitch was rapping on the song. All, all I heard was that chorus. That, that's true. <laughs> Which I really love her rapping on there. Yeah. It, it took me from like, it took me almost like six months, seven months hearing it on TikTok to actually hear it on the radio and was like, oh shit, she, there's, she be rapping. She ain't singing the whole damn thing. My favorite part though is the remix with Nikki and she says, Doja. <laughs> <laughs> she loves to call out her collaborator names. <laughs> Yes. So I was surprised that this was the fourth single and not the first. Like, they, you know, it shows they didn't know what they had on their hands. Yeah. You just never know what's going to pop. Mm-hmm. Even when you plan. 
in May of 2020, she would collab with Nicki Minaj on the remix, and it does go to number one. Yeah. Which was the artist's, both artists' first number one. Yep, everyone, congratulations. <laughs> they were like, congratulations, uh, Nikki. You too, Doja. So we're in 2020 times, and one thing these celebs were getting into was not giving a fuck about COVID. No fucks. <laughs> Barely even hiding it, if they were. And Doja's one of those. In March, Doja being upset over her tour being postponed. She goes on Instagram Live saying it's just a flu and she's not scared of it. She would also go to a Kendall Jenner Halloween and birthday party, which another thing that was happening at this time. Usually it was celebs saying they were being COVID safe and then being seen at a party. But I mean, Doja said she didn't care. So I think at the time, some people that would have cared. At the time, some people would have cared. But now it's like, it's not even an argument. So that was like a mini scandal, but nothing really came of it. Because they were not really doing shit about these stars. It was like, oh, these these stars don't care about COVID. We'll shame them on uh, social media for a couple days and they'll just keep doing the shit they can do because they're rich. And it was just (laughs) like, oh, damn, ain't this a bitch. Around this time, Doja is also known to be in chat rooms. She had talked about going to chat rooms for fun and interviews and people were saying they had seen her in there previously or even presently. So some of these chat rooms she are in are with alleged white supremacists. And she's in there stripping. She's twerking. There are a bunch of rumors. Some can be confirmed, some not. But she's joking around with people, allegedly going to long racist jokes, calling someone the N-word with a hard R. So Now her being a mixed woman, (laughs) entertaining the racist with fetish fantasies. So that is what, you know people were a little confused about because they were like, well, isn't she black? Can't she say these things? And most people are saying she has internalized racism or she's into race play. Yeah, because it doesn't matter if you're black and you can say these things. It it also is like, who are you saying these things to? Who are you possibly empowering to say the same things as well? But you saying the N-word and expressing yourself around people of the same community and culture are different than you being surrounded by a whole bunch of white people who are allegedly white supremacists and you involving yourself in race play and saying the N-word and all this other stuff, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and it's really hard to pin down what exactly she's doing in those chat rooms just because not everyone who went in there was going to be screen recording just in case Doja popped up. And some, some things that, you know, come out, People are like, oh, you're lying. But then there is a screenshot or like a video grab of it. So it's like, uh, it's kind of a tricky situation. It's like, are these people really white supremacists? You can't really tell from a 10 second clip. Yeah. And honestly, they don't even have to be. It's more so just analyzing Doja's, her actions in, in which, why does she feel so comfortable doing those actions in front of those particular people, in front of that particular crowd? Racism involved or not. It's what she's doing in front of these people that is very questionable. Yes. Doja's first response is the way she usually does it with a non-apology to piss off more people. She says, my friends on Tiny Chat aren't white supremacists. They love me. I love them. They're loving. And that's it. And you won't find anything on them because you're fucking stupid. Your actions are stupid. You may not be stupid. You may be smart, but your actions are telling. It is what it is. You guys are fucking disappointing. This isn't how you combat problems. And if you think it is, I'm sorry, not sorry. 
but I'm sorry that you suck right now. So you are <laughs> admitting that there are problems. <laughs> That's what that told me, bitch. So how do we how do we acknowledge those problems for you to acknowledge those problems if we ain't do it right? A lot of this can't be confirmed. And when it first came out, Doja Cat is over was trending. And now it's starting to shift to we are sorry, Doja Cat. And uh, that starts trending. I ain't so, gonna lie. Her fans are fickle. I mean, no wonder she's she shitting on y'all a little bit. <laughs> y'all taking <laughs> I, her back. Are y'all in a submissive, uh, dominant submissive relationship? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Maybe. I I do see a lot of fickleness with them, but it could just be because how she responds. Okay. So well. she releases another apology, saying she is sorry, and while sometimes racist people do come into the chat, they are usually kicked out. She says some of those chat rooms she probably shouldn't have been in, but she is not racist. Half her family is black from South Africa. And while all this is playing out, there's also the resurface of one of her 2015 songs called Didn't Do Nothing. Mm-hmm. And Didn't Do Nothing is a term used mainly by 4chan users that meant didn't do nothing, which is a way to make fun of black people affected by police brutality. Yeah. Because these 4chan users claim every time it happened, they say, I didn't do nothing. Or they didn't do nothing. It's also mocking Ebonics. Yes. That, yes. So, it is a racist term. Doja says she was called a didn't do nothing in other chat rooms. Not, not the one she was being canceled for, but other chat rooms. And it was a way for her to take back that phrase. It's rumored the song is a reference to Sandra Bland, a woman who died under mysterious circumstances while in police custody. Uh-huh. But I could not find the correlation besides both events happened in 2015. Yeah, hearing what I could of the lyrics, I, it didn't give off that vibe. But it also didn't really give off the I'm reclaiming a slur. Not, it's not a slur, but what what would you call it? Racist a derogatory term? term? Yeah, derogatory, yeah. It didn't really give the feel of her reclaiming a derogatory term either. No. So I don't believe her. It, it, honestly, Doja <laughs> I am looking at the, the fan sideways. Because honestly, Doja Cat is exposing herself. If I'm thinking about this right, first is, you're not going to find anything on my friends. My friends are great people, blah, 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 this, that, too. Sometimes there are racists in the chats, but usually <laughs> we get rid of those races. And yeah, I was in those rooms with those great people, but some of those rooms I shouldn't have been in. Bitch, which one is it? You you taking accountability? You you you're taking no accountability. You're getting a little bit more exposed. The heat's getting a little hotter, and now you're like, oh shit. Okay, let me let me do it again. Let me let me try to win y'all back again. She ain't never really standing in her supposed truth. You're always taking it back, flip flopping. I guess now I I will say that if we when we get to current time, she is kind of not going back on her apologies. But now she just seems very fake. Yes, that's why every time one of these scandals would like, I would see a headline for it, and I would see a little bit about it. I'm like, she just moves funny. Like there's something about her that's off to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Doja would apologize for this when she apologized for the chat rooms, but with both, she's not really owning up to it. She's just explaining it away. And like we've said many times on this pod, 2020 was a busy time for these canceled celebs, so this would die down. 
mm-hmm. they moved on to the next one. And she would go on to release Planet Her, another album, which would peak at number two on Billboard and number one on the R&B charts. And the, from what I saw, the ratings are pretty high, showing that Doja does have some lasting power. Yeah, Planet Her wasn't bad from what I heard of it. So let's fast forward to July of 2022. We got a little beef between two Libras. Oh, you and Doja? (laughs) (laughs) Doja, who is at this time 26, DM 17-year-old Noah Schnapp. Noah being known for his role on Stranger Things. So Doja DM'd him saying, Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no, does he have a girlfriend? And just to be clear, Joseph was 29 at the time, so she wasn't asking about another teenager. Yeah. And Noah responds that she should slide into his DMs. Doja says she doesn't see his socials, and Noah sends his socials to her. And Noah would would then share their messages. Mm -hmm. And Noah and Doja didn't know each other, so it's not like he owed her loyalty. And (laughs) for the most part, people are loving this. They just think it was a funny thing that Doja did. But Miss Cat must have got her feelings hurt because she goes on TikTok Live and has this to say about the situation. She says, first, let's be chill about it. To be fair, this is like a kid. Noah's like, I don't know how old he is, but he's not even over. Like, there's no way he's over, like, 21. So she knows this is a young man or a teenager when she sent those messages. Yeah. And she continues with, When you're that young, you make mistakes. You do dumb shit. I'm trying to be super fair. You say dumb shit. You fuck up relationships with people. You make mistakes. You're supposed to do stuff like that. So you know not to do it in the future. I did my share of fuck ups so that I don't fuck up again. The fact that Noah did that, like, went and posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably socially unaware and whack. That's like weasel shit. I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality maybe he is like a whole snake but i didn't see him that way doja gets backlash especially since she was on twitter before openly saying she was attracted to joseph Mm -hmm. so just her whole attitude around the situation rubbed people the wrong way especially that she was using a 17 year old to be her matchmaker and doja Doja would respond with a tweet saying, y'all are so cringe and lame and nobody wants to hang out with you. That's why you're are on here. On ironically writing replies to shit that makes you mad. Are you on Doja's side? On Miss Cat's side? Uh, absolutely not. This looks... <laughs> girl, you was thirsty and you got exposed. It happens, girl. Take it on the chin. She made the situation so much more worse. I don't think Really, anyone was saying it was cringe when she messaged him at first. Everyone I was thought so it funny. Was. But here's what I, I would say, honestly, is that it, this, this is Doja's fault. It is he her fault. is a child. What do children love? Drama? To be seen? Attention? So if I know that this 20-something famous singer is in my DMs asking about my 20-something co-worker that she could easily just talk to, but she's talking to me, and she's a known troll, of course, and I want some attention, I want some uh, I want some clout, you know, maybe some views, she didn't mention not sharing the messages, let me go and put it out there, okay, I can see how you'd be a little bit upset about that, until you remind yourself 
this is a 17 year old child and you went asking a 17 year old child for a fucking hookup and he doesn't know her from adam like what are you doing girl he doesn't owe you any privacy or loyalty yes are you mad that you just got caught being extremely parched bitch (laughs) the thing is is that you said like you said she did say something on twitter about being attractive guy and he didn't respond. Nobody reached out to you. None of his people ho- hooked up with your peoples. Nothing happened. He didn't care. The next step is if you really wanted him to know is to find him. If you type in a man's name and his name is his social, he's easy to find. You involve somebody else. I think you wanted the messages exposed too. I'd be like, why is those cat asking me? Why, why the fuck would I? Also, as a teenager, I hated being like, the telephone middleman person. Mm. That's weird. Cause what if what if I tell Joseph and Joseph is like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't messing with that freaky bitch. Now I, I feel weird. I think that's what she wanted him to do. She wanted him to go to Joseph and be like, Doja likes you. Like likes yeah, likes you. It's weird. <laughs> Circle yes if you like her too. You got mad that he exposed you and that you looked a little thirsty. People thought it was one of your troll things, so they were giving you grace, but you, knowing what it was and being in your feelings, goes off on the 17-year-old making you look bad. So Noah would make a TikTok with Doja Cat's Kiss Me More song and have a pinned comment that says, guys, everything is all good. I apologize, and I still follow her and love her music. No hard feelings. So that puts, puts the beef to rest. And we will move on to our next scandal. Hashtag weasel. (laughs) While in Paraguay for a performance in a music festival, her show gets canceled due to weather. Fans would go and stand outside of her hotel for a chance to see her. Other performers who were there for the festival, they ended up coming down to see their fans. Because, you know, they were out there in the rain with this heavy weather. And the fans are there. So they're like, at least going to say hi since this festival got canceled. Gotcha. Doja was not one of them. Right here, I gotta say, I'm kind of on Doja's side. No one is entitled to her time. It would be kind of her to come out, but in my opinion, you can't get mad at her for not coming out. Yeah, I would say I kind of lean more towards Doja's side on this. Uh, here's the thing, <laughs> y'all. Y'all really got. I don't know if it's a cultural thing, you know, in it, that side of the world. This, I don't know why we have normalized standing outside of entertainers hotels yeah that i don't like it either that's weird now if we're by the venue if we're at the restaurant if we're at an after party that i don't know i i get it it was a storm so maybe you're not gonna get those you cater to the fans uh you try to give them what you want i think that maybe those other musicians have a a more heartfelt passion for this music stuff and for their fans. And they really truly did feel bad that they weren't able to entertain them. So they thought, let me give them a little bit of my time and hang out with them, give them some pictures, some autographs and whatever. Some entertainers view this as just pure entertainment. I'm here for the money, nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. Maybe that's Doja Cat. She is not required to go outside and give pics and autographs. That's something she can do. And she chose not to do it for whatever reason she had. So I'm, I'm not going to blame her for that. 
But if she, I don't know, if she did something disparaging to fans or the country, then I'd feel a different way. But simply not going out of your way to um, perform or be in front of fans in front of the hotel, I'm not completely mad at that. I'm not either. But this next part, Doja loses me. Oh, shit. (laughs) For some reason, she felt she needed to tweet. There was a storm in Paraguay. The show got canceled. When I left the next morning, there wasn't one person outside the hotel waiting for me. Let that sink in. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Let that sink in? Like, so that story was a lie? Or y'all don't really fuck with me like that or if people were waiting for me i actually would have done it like what is she's saying yeah if you really would have cared and wanted to see me you would have waited the next day as well that's what that meant i i that's how i read it and it it pissed off her fans (laughs) girl fuck out of here let that sink in these people can't even wait overnight for this bitch fuck out of here y'all don't y'all ain't really doja cadians y'all ain't kittens y'all ain't litters y'all ain't litter boxes <laughs> oh no <laughs> let that sink in people are res- responding they rated all day in the rain and she didn't come out and say hi so why would they rate more and she goes back and forth saying she's done she's quitting music people can talk all the shit they want but she's done and then she would come back saying she still has content to put out and to make videos and performances, but she is done. She's just not gone yet. <laughs> okay. You know, there was people calling her out before she tweeted that, the let that sink in stuff. But it definitely got more heated once she's like, oh, no one was waiting for me. But time does pass and people forget. And maybe she's not done, as she said, because she announces another album in June 2023. And she said, you gotta going stop to- getting mad and going on fucking social media. When you get mad, fucking lock your phone up for 24 hours. Like, do you ever get tired of being reactionary? <laughs> she loves being reactionary. And I know she loves like social media because you see her on like TikTok Live, those tiny chats. She's everywhere. But at the same time, you can't always be the clapback queen. Like, <laughs> you just have to let some things go. And. Maybe, see, yeah, I fucked up. Let's talk about this genuinely instead of just saying, oh, they're stupid. I'm done. I'm quitting. Yeah, I think, yeah, she just seems very fake to me. You want to be everywhere. You want to be on all the social medias, like you said. You want to detail your life, be on live and all that. But as soon as the attention is not exactly the way you wanted to receive it, based on your own actions, mind you, you get pissed and start blaming everybody and calling everybody else loser, but you're acting like the loser. You're acting like a sore loser, throwing a tantrum two-year-old. Like, girl, calm down. And the thing is, honestly, I feel like if you really would have like taken a moment and maybe really took inventory of all the opinions and who was saying what, you would have maybe seen that most people did not blame you for coming out of your hotel to entertain people. That's kind of a, if you want to thing, but you couldn't handle any criticism. And so therefore you just get on and start lashing out again. She just needs a social media manager or something. Someone that has her passwords and can do everything for her. Yeah. Just get you a burner account 
and just say all the shit that you want and have your management run your social media. If that's what you, if you just want to be heard, get your burners together and have somebody else do that, that marketing PR shit. So you don't even have to be, you don't even have to put that to your brand. So she announces another album in June, 2023. And she says it's going to be more rap focused and calls her other two albums, Hot Pink and Planet Her as cash grabs. Yeah, do you not rub people right? <laughs> yeah, do you think calling your previous work because it's her work? Do mm-hmm. you think calling it cash drabs is okay? Calling your music whatever you want to is okay, but it it dings you on your sincerity. Yeah, like you calling those albums cash grabs mean every time you were thanking the fans for listening and streaming the songs and the albums, for supporting your performances, for voting for you for awards, for uh buying tickets at your concerts and and other things it seems ingenuous wait that's not the word (laughs) insincere uh and not genuine i can't say that word the way i wanted to so i'm saying not genuine okay but um it's like if if they were really cash grabs let them be cash grabs why are you telling us it's like you want uh you want to make your fans feel stupid because there's no reason for you to tell everybody that. Yeah. It, it is insulting to the fans to say that like, Oh, you like this crappy music. I was just putting it out there. And also that looks bad on you because the thing is, is that we're assuming that you're trying your best with putting out any and all work albums, projects We're we're assuming you're giving your best and you saying that they're cash grabs, bitch, I'm assuming that you are just not taking accountability for maybe not being at your best, which is also something you can't blame the fans for. If they were cash grabs because they were poor music, you still could have done better and you just chose not to. You gave your fans subpar uh, music and uh, they held it as good music and you agreed with them until the shit passed and you had to promote it no more. Fucker. Yeah, I feel like maybe... It's just promotion for her upcoming album. Kind of her way of saying, this is going to be so much better than those other two. But it it definitely did come off the wrong wrong way. Yeah, ain't no problem with that. Like, of course you want to elevate yourself with every album that you do. But why do you have to insult people to bring yourself up in a way? Like, yeah, that shit was shit. But what I got is real fire. It's a shame that you fell for that shit sandwich, though. (laughs) And she does have this to say about it. She says, now I can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island where y'all weep for mediocre pop. Yeah, we know that's a lot, but you still ain't left. You still here. She's still here. Oh, also, it's a way to insult people in the future. Those other uh, projects were cash grabs, but this one, uh, I'm I'm putting my all into it, and it's going to be real music, and it's going to be this and that. Basically insinuating, if you don't like this new direction she's taking, you don't know real music, you don't know her, and you never knew her, and you know, uh, that type of thing. Yeah, I see that, too. I see that, too. And now when she's promoting her next album, she's like, Got you again. That was definitely a cash grab. Exactly. This one's the real one. It's going to be a fucking (laughs) cycle that the Doja Cat fans can never get out of. So now we're in present time. Doja is being called out for dating Jay Cyrus, a Twitch streamer and former Vine star. Mm. So 
without getting all the way into the Jay Cyrus allegations, it breaks down to mods for his, from his stream and women in his community come forward saying he took advantage of them by manipulating them. Okay. One mod says he would lie about medical stuff and threaten self-harm. He would blame the mods for his channel not growing. And some felt pressured to send him naked or lewd photos. And these women who were above 18 says they were groomed. Jay Cyrus would apologize in 2020 for this, saying, I was completely in the wrong in a position of power and trust. I gave into the temptations and attention of those who looked up to me. It's a pretty lengthy statement, but that line sums it up because he's admitting to it. One of those things where you apologize for some possible uh, misconduct, but you don't really say in specific terms as a way to save yourself and your reputation in your pocketbook. Yes, exactly. So Doja and Jay Cyrus have been linked together before. I believe in November 2022 was the first time they were seen together on a date. But recently, TMZ showed them on vacation together, so it brings it all back up, and people are calling Doja out, like, why are you dating him? He's an abuser. So Doja does what anybody would do when being called out, and she just starts blocking everybody who calls her out. Mm -hmm. Anyone who mentions her man, she's blocking. So this brings more attention to it, because people are, you know, saying, Doja Cat blocked me because I said he's a predator exactly going out of her way to stir up the controversy even more when either silence or blanket statement could just settle it yes doja does not know when to shut her mouth or stop her little fingers from typing away i power off her fucking phone (laughs) so she responds to someone calling her out saying i want y'all to read this comment and take it as a message I don't give a fuck what you think about my personal life. I never have and never will give a fuck what you think about me or my personal life. Goodbye and good riddance, miserable hoes. Ha ha. Which miserable. She's the miserable one. I'm telling you, she (laughs) is just not 100% happy with her life. And and, and this is not just a Doja Cat thing. It's taken me some time, but for most celebrities that are intent on always calling people out, always clapping back, always responding to negative criticism. Some of those people are some of the most unhappiest people, whether they're celebrities or not. That was just one of them. I agree. There's a, you have to have some peace within yourself to not call people out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. So then she goes on thread saying, my life, my rules, my style, my attitude. Pretty much saying my your business. Uh-huh. A fan account asked her if she can say I love you guys like she usually does to her fans. And Doja responds, I don't though, because I don't even know y'all. Someone else responds saying they don't know her, but they supported her. And Doja would be nothing without her fans. And Doja responds with, nobody forced you. I don't know why you're talking to me like you're my mother. Bitch, you sound like some crazy person. And she goes on to say, my fans don't get to name themselves shit. If you called yourself a kitten or fucking kittens, that means you need to get off your phone and get a job and help your parents with the house. Which is very specific. Help your parents with the house. (laughs) She is talking to a specific group of people or a person. And so, so someone asked her, what are they supposed to go by if, you know, this is the name that 
Dozier gave them the kittens. And she says she came up with that name when she was an alcoholic teenager. Another fan asked, what should I change my name to since you don't like the term kitten? She responds with, just delete the entire account and rethink everything. It's never too late. So again, it's just just shitting on her fans for no reason. Mm-hmm. But also, she's shitting on particular fans. Here's Here's what I'll say. Some of that stuff is a little weird. These 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 fans. Oh, Doja, why can you tweet and type that you love us guys? Um <laughs> the the one account that was responding to her, but it literally did have her government name as their screen name. And she, oh yeah. And then one of them weird. she was talking shit, but she also said that, you know, that's weird. And the one saying, you know, you would be absolutely nothing. You'd be living, you'd be in a garage or some shit. She's responding to these particular comments that are half like asking for an explanation of why she's being rude. And then in the second half or first half, you know, either one is asking for something that seems a little like childish or like something that is not required of each and every entertainer. She is purposely not interacting and responding to people who are coming with her with a hundred percent logics and facts regarding each and every one of her situations and or scandals. Cause there are tons of comments and posts and tweets that I have seen just showing or saying the facts of her boyfriend and saying, well, are, do you support him? Do you believe him to be right or innocent? Or do you believe him to be Basically, he's paid, he's been punished enough. Things about how she's treating her fans like, you gave us these names, you want us to rally around you and support you uh, through these albums. Why are you turning on us in this way? Why are you being so combative? People who are actually coming to her with sense and not even about all that fluffy shit, but she's not responding or talking to those people. No, she blocks those because she can't like dunk on them. She can't get her clap back at them. It, exactly. So I mean, it, it's it just comes off Doja Cat fra- was probably being herself, and once those first couple of scandals hit, you know, she realized she had to put on this persona, but she fought it so much that's why she goes back and forth with her apologies. You know, first not apologizing, then apologizing, deleting them, saying what well, I said, what I said, then going back and doing more shit. Um, and then finally, I'm guessing in 2023, she's coming to the point of her like full alienation. I hate the fame, but I also like the attention. But I kind of want to like do the scorched earth thing where I want everybody to hate me, but everybody's still looking at me because she's going on tour. She just released a single. She needs or wants the PR, but she's saying, I hate this. I don't want this. I'm going to buy a farm. I'm going to touch grass. But that's not what your actions are showing. Your actions are showing that you are going deeper into this entertainment world. Yeah. And you mentioned that one person who had her screen name, her, who had her name as like her screen name, her government name. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny, but it's also sad because the person responded, Oh, she noticed me. (laughs) 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 See, glutton for punishments. She was she was shit talking you, and all you got to say is, "Oh, thank God, I'm on the radar." 
But it's kind of where it's really fucked up that, like you're saying, she's attacking specific people, but those specific people happen to be like her biggest fan, her fan accounts. That is true, because they're the ones who are going to... Yeah, actually, that's and that's the dumb part, because these are the people who are... Well, never mind. One said that she got noticed, so she's still going to be there for her. But it's like, <laughs> these are the people who are your ride or dies, who are going to defend you right or wrong to the people with sense and logic. You would think those are the people who you want to stay on their side. I mean, blankety-blank and blankety-blank do it to their fans all the time. Uh-huh. You know, they cradle the problematic ones who make no sense because they know that they'll be their guard dogs and pit bulls for when the people who come with facts. After all this, Doja would deactivate her Threads account and her biggest fan pages have also deactivated and she's losing followers on her social media accounts. Doja is in kind of a rebrand right now. She has been going into a more dark look. Mm-hmm. Some people calling it demonic. And she posted Scarlet is here. And some people theorize, well, maybe this is a rebrand and she's trying to get rid of her her old fan base to build a new one. I agree. I agree. I can see that one. What I can't see is another theory where people are like, maybe this is Scarlet talking. Maybe she's in character. That's, if that, see, this is why you get what you deserve. Stop making up stupid ass theory. (laughs) (laughs) No, it couldn't be Doja Cat. Not Doja Cat. Doja Cat's not saying these things. No, it couldn't be. It's Scarlet. It's Scarlet. I'm closing my eyes and then it's going to be Scarlet. I swear, Doja Cat, you're going to come back and it's going to be fine. Come on, people! Please be for real with yourself. Y'all need to touch some grass. If you if you even float that Scarlet idea on any social media I see, I'm gonna be like that motherfucker is stupid. Yeah, I was gonna try to say something. <laughs> You're stupid. Delete your account. Delete. Refer to Doja Cat Scarlet. <laughs> um, so. Does that hold up to you, this character excuse? Like, if she comes out tomorrow and be like, I was in character, guys. Is that is that good? I think some dumbass people would eat that up and be like, oh, thank God. I didn't want to put that all on you. I, I knew you would never treat us like that. Some people love to have a scapegoat for their faves. Terrible takes and terrible behavior. I also think that the majority of people would be like, fuck out of here, you liar. <laughs> I guess were- you must have seen how... Uh, Shit was not uh, getting bought or sold back there. That's, yeah, that's why I feel it's going to happen. If she was signing them Scarlet or something, maybe I could see that. But I don't know. It's just, it's still stupid. It's still weird. You know, Beyonce had her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Nikki has Roman. Lady Dada had one. I forget that name. Yeah, and, but they didn't blame their scandals. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's what every celeb should come up with now that was just my character my alter ego yeah and neither did the fans like nobody and none of the beehive members none of the barbs was like you know what she didn't do that that was fucking roman and that was fucking sasha (laughs) so another speculation another theory out there is maybe she's doing all this because she said she was quitting again and i don't know but this you know she never handles criticism well, so her pattern is showing that this is maybe not an elaborate plan just to quit. Like, that doesn't even really make sense to me. 
there's a couple ways I think you can quit and show everybody that you're really done with this and that you're only putting out and doing uh, what has already been recorded and in the works so that you can be free. And she hasn't done any of those things nor hinted at them. So like I said, I think this is all PR to kind of start anew. Um, like I said, she, she's going, I feel like she's going for scorched earth. She's trying to destroy um, the people who liked and loved who she was. And she's trying to move on from that in a multitude of ways, as well as shame the people on the way out. <laughs> shame those losers and supporters that had your back for all those years. I'm curious to see how this plays out since she is in the middle of a rollout of new singles and an album. Uh, but do you think she can bounce back from this? Is Doja Cat over? Um, probably not. Uh, there's always going to be a section of people who are really going to stand by her no matter what. And then depending on what lane of music she decides to take, I think if it's good, bad, or mediocre, there'll be another group of people who will follow her based off the music. So I do think that she is set as far as like not being completely canceled. I do think that if anything, we could see a decline in her popularity in the coming years. And despite her saying that's what she wants, I do not think that's what she wants. Because if that's, if that's what you want, stop putting out music. You, you're putting out music to get noticed, to express yourself creatively. What? Creatively. <laughs> <laughs> um, and whatever else uh, it feeds you. So, yeah, I, I don't think she's out of here. I don't think she will be canceled. I don't think this will be the end of her. Uh, I just think, if anything, she is lessening her popularity in the coming years, as well as maybe making her a case... To maybe not be around in 10 years. Yeah, I I can see. I don't think she's canceled either. I see her, maybe her singles doing well. But I'm curious on how her album's going to do. Because people are going to tune in for the singles. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they're going to still tune in for the album. But I mean, they might. I don't think she's over, though. Even if yeah. this album does like flop or whatever. I still think if she puts out another one, she could always come back. And I mean, this album could do good. It, it's still up in the air. I don't think she's done. Yeah. To be fair, with all the divisiveness about Doja Cat and what she said about herself and her fans, um, she's going to be trending no matter what when the album comes out because people are going to be ready to celebrate or shit on her based off the sales and the music. So she'll still be trending. Because if the music or the album sucks, they're going to be like, ha, she said all this shit to give y'all a pile of shit. And if the music is great and the album is great, they'll be like, ha, she did all that shit and she still has good music. I knew that she was the one and and, and people will still be on her side. So like I said, she she still kind of wins. It all just depends on like how she handles any other criticism that comes her way or any other misstapes she may make in her career a cat has nine lives and she's not out of them yet bitch she's floating on the last few though <laughs> maybe <laughs> she do some shoot do you have anything else to add about doja before we end this episode <laughs> that was a pretty episode pretty i'm pretty episode this is a pretty good episode um i don't know if i would have been as I don't know if I could have could have gave Doja Cat her justice, but uh, I like the way you did this. 
Oh, thank you so much. I, I changed at the last minute. Okay. Everyone was asking me, like, are you going to do Doja? And I'm like, yeah. Might as well. Hey. <laughs> Might as well. It's, I did all this research, but sure, I'll switch. <laughs> yeah. I will say that, like, I had no problem looking for Doja Cat's music every once in a while and listening to it. I will say that for me, who is not a, a fan, casual or dedicated, she probably ain't getting no more listens out of me, though. I don't care about her that much to seek out her music if it's it's not playing on the radio now. Just because just, she's become unsu- like insufferable. I've been listening to Doja the last few days just to you know me and her get acquainted a little bit more. Uh-huh. And I mean it's it's not bad. There's some songs in there I'm like oh yeah I love this song, but I don't think I will be like looking for it. But if it's trending, if it's on TikTok, I'll probably listen. You do give these bitches a chance. Uh huh. She's just rubs me the wrong way, though. But I don't think there's enough there that she's done horribly that I'm like, no, let's not. Yeah, let, yeah. let's be 100% clear. The the actions of Jay Cyrus are Jay Cyrus's actions. I, you know, but besides uh, that, everything else is kind of, well, everything else is small. <laughs> yeah. We, we just talking shit. But yeah, that's the big scandal is who she's deciding to share her life with. But, um, yeah, I don't think she's done anything unforgivable. No, everything. She can move on. She can bounce back, and she might. Yeah, she might. We like to end every episode with some form of media we want to talk about, recommend, shit on. Should I go first? Should you go first? Should I read Trisha's first? Either way, all I know is I know. I know my media. I know it. Okay. So, what does that mean? It's torturing me since I saw it. There you go. So, let me set the scene for you. It's Thursday. It's my day off. I'm hanging out with my sister, Trisha. I think it's going to be a a regular good old time, as we usually have. It's going to be great. Um, But she is an avid listener to our podcast, and... We had talked about when we I had gave the update on Monique that Monique was going to be in this uh, a horror movie That's called good. The Reading, and that since I supported Monique in her efforts to get her just due, I was going to watch that movie. And Trisha ain't never let it go since she ain't never let it go, <laughs> especially after she was forced to watch The Reading, which is what the the horror uh, horror movie is called, The Reading. Came out in 2023, stars Monique. So she forced me to watch this movie. And in the first fucking, I don't, 10 minutes, I was fucking done. I was shocked. I could not believe it. Should I spoil it? Oh, go ahead. If you guys don't want to hear it, skip ahead. Skip ahead. This fucking movie was crazy. I gave my opinion to Trisha at the end of it, but I hadn't had time to process it. They they started off having Monique say hi to her children, her five year old son, her like 11, 12 year old daughter, you know, being that mom and loving wife when her husband comes in and they just set the fucking scene for the absolute terrifying next scene, which is she's cooking dinner and four fucking intruders enter the house and kill her whole family. I mean, brutally, not brutally like uh, gory, but I was just so taken aback 
that I I just wasn't expecting it. It kind of fucked me up. It's still kind of fucking me up, especially the five year old. They drowned the they drowned him in the tub. I was not ready to see that. I was just not ready to see it. Oh my goodness. And then they beat Monique and stab her and cut off her finger, a couple of fingers or something like that. But she's the only person who survives. And you say it's not gory? That sounds like it would be. It was kind of hard to watch. It wasn't like bloody gory. It was kind of like okay. fucked up people dying in this movie kind of horror, though. And I was just so... I. I it, it was just, it's so crazy. I will say this, even though it kind of got a little campy in places, Monique is an actress. I mean, that bitch is acting. She's a great actor. And the ticks that she did after the, um, the home invasion where she's stuttering and stuff, it does kind of, to me, Green, I'm not a lot, around a lot of stutterers. But it's, it kind of gave that traumatic stutter, that speech impediment type of situation you have to overcome. It's kind of crazy. But the long story short, she, her house gets invaded. Her whole family gets killed. She becomes overprotective. She has her whole fucking house locked up like Fort Knox. She writes a book about it. Um, her publicist, which is her sister-in-law, says, hey, this chick be doing readings, getting in contact with the ghosts and family members who have passed on. Why don't she do this for you? It'll be great PR. The book will sell more money or more copies. All right. So this black woman who does readings and connects with dead family members is legit, but she scams, basically. Uh, like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Exactly. She scams her clients to give her money, but she is legit in reaching out to these people and sometimes hearing and seeing them. But she goes into this fucking Monique reading that with her whole little team of scammers. And she was already on the fence. She wanted to quit, but her boyfriend made her go for it. Whatever. They're in there. She's doing the reading. Dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> to cut a long story short, they, they disconnect from the reading because she told her some shit. Monique's like, how the fuck she noticed? The sister-in-law is like, I told her some stuff, but I didn't tell her all this other stuff. Monique goes back. They do the reading again, some more stuff. She's telling her some more things. She's kind of going through the way they died. Monique gets up and starts locking the house. Now, I'm sitting next to Trisha, and I'm like... Trisha gets on my nerves because she's seen the movie. She's like, the, the people in the movie are freaking out. Like, why is she locking the doors? We're, we're, we're about to leave, you know? This ain't right. Because the girl started having convulsions and she wasn't there and shit. So they're like, let's get this girl out of here. But she locked us, locked us in. Trisha's like, yeah, she's locking up the building. She's locking the house up. And I'm like, well, that's not that weird. Maybe she just wanted to feel safe. And she's like, well, why would she want to do that? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, Trisha knows something I don't know. And then Trish, uh, and then Monique sits in front of this woman and says, tell your friends why they can't leave. Ooh. And then the woman says, because she killed her family. I hated everything. I uh, spoilers to the mat. I'm telling you the whole thing. You're not gonna watch it. You're not. You're not. <laughs> I was. No, I'm not. But I, I'm invested. It was 
crazy to see how they did the scene with the four intruder burglars, and then they do the scene with Monique being the one to kill her family. And it's fucking crazy. And then the rest of the film is her in her house that's locked up like Fort Knox with these group of scammers, um, and she's trying to kill them, including her sister-in-law. Oh, my goodness. It was something. I... And then the way it ended. Oh, I hate everybody. <sighs> What's that? And you might as well tell it. You he's throwing everything else. <laughs> so um after Monique survives the invasion and writes the book called The Invasion, that's when I should have known something was weird. Cause I said, why does she name her book The Invasion? That seems a little like tactless. I don't know. Whatever. That was just personal. But she was on this talk show promoting it. That's when you see her stutter and her limp. She's promoting this book saying, you know, I woke up to nothing. They took everything from me. And, you know, the host is like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. You know, you know, it's it's so great that you were able to write about this experience or whatever. The ending is the um, the woman who can uh, get in touch with, you know, the dead and those family members. She's the only survivor. And she goes on that same TV show to tell her story about Monique being a liar and trapping her in that house and killing all her friends and her family. And the talk show woman said, man, it's so crazy that last year she was on that couch telling us uh, this story. She was lying us to the whole, she was lying to us the whole time (laughs) and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the black woman, uh, who does the reading? She looks dead in the camera and says, "Like, ain't it?" With the sinister look, like she's a bad person now. Or my theory is, she uh, said in the movie that one of the ghosts came close to touching her, and she doesn't know what happens. And then it's revealed she can be possessed. Maybe when Monique died, Monique possessed her. Oh, maybe, probably so. I don't know. I don't know if I explained that complicated or not. Either way, I explained it how I felt when I was watching it and then processing it for these last two days. Uh, I'm still fucked up about that opening scene and them killing all those people. I just was not expecting it. But also, Monique was scary. She was really scary in that film. I just love how you said she was locking us in. Like, you were you were actually there. Oh, my God. Her. I said that. I yeah. felt like I was in it. How we escaping? Because it was so funny. When she started, I was still clueless about what was going to happen. Like, she was a bad person. And she's locking all the doors. And she's double locking and shit. And I'm like, hmm. Oh, this is a little weird. But maybe she's, she just wanted to feel safe. And Trisha's like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> she is killing me i'm starting to think like the reading is the new ring like she was forced to watch it by her family and then she forced me to watch it and now i have to force somebody to watch it. (laughs) let us know if you guys listen to or watch the reading after this yeah because even though i spoiled it you still have to see the performance and the storyline play out it's kind of crazy um one last thing because I almost forgot, Monique has three credits. <laughs> when the when the end credits roll, 
she's credited three times basically as this the same name <laughs> what do you mean so it's like her character's name is emma leaden and uh-huh. i think is and the first three credits are emma leaden monique miss leaden monique <laughs> and then oh i forgot what the third one is but it's monique <laughs> Does she play different characters? No, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. She plays the same character the whole movie. What the hell? So me and Trisha were laughing about that too as well. But That's yeah, funny. it was people called it bootleg and said it wasn't that great. It was kind of like an indie film, you know, but I, I still think with what they had and the story that they, they came up with. It wasn't a bad movie. I've definitely seen worse. Mm. Yeah, horror movies can be like straight garbage. So sometimes a B plus is like really good. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm done with that long traumatizing media, but I finally watched the reading. I do still support Monique. Um, Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, Did you see that live where it's Monique and Roseanne? talking and i was like oh my god it's like this katrina's an apologist for both of them so first of all don't say that and second of all don't let me just take my support back for monique (laughs) i am not fucking with just a a small tangent uh it was it's it was months and months ago but roseanne put out a comedy special and it was the worst fucking thing i had ever seen in my life and it was so sad i only saw clips i only saw like three four five minute clips and it was fucking terrible she does the same joke that all the conservatives do where she's like this is what makes a woman and like touches her boobs or something yeah it was giving very down home on the farm 80 year old woman yeah i i expect the board from Roseanne. conservative 80 year old woman even if she wants to be um and she she says she transphobic whatever she could still try to be funny with it. Like, it was just, like, jokes that people, like, copy pastas from the internet. Yeah, the thing is, at one point, it really didn't seem like jokes. It were just sentences, complaints. Yeah. Like, bitch, ooh, this is sad even for you. You lost it. Yeah. But sorry. That, I'm, I'm closing out my media. I'm done officially. I've gave spoilers. I've done far too much. Uh, you want to read Trisha's before you do yours? No, I'll do mine, then Trisha's. Ooh. Um, so mine is a book. I asked our mutual friend, Allie, I was like, what's like the one of the last good books you read? And she suggested this one. So I was like, okay, I'll read it, but it better be good. And it's the girl. (laughs) It's yeah, it was good. It was the girl before that's what it's called. And it's like a thriller book, which I love thrillers, but I kind of hate that people have hopped on to like, the girl something for every thriller. Gone Girl, the girl on the train were like the originals, and like everyone after that has to put girl in it. Yes. So, but I was like, I'm going to give it a chance. And it's about, it's about two women and they, it's past and present. So it like jumps back each chapter, like the story. And one, the one in the past lives in a house and this house is like, very cheap but it's a very nice house but you have like all these rules that you have to go by like you're going to be you can't like have the house dirty you can't 
have pets. You can't have like weird furniture. It has to be like exactly how he wants it. Like it's so many rules. And you find out very early on in the book, so this is not a spoiler, that the girl in the past was murdered and the girl in the present is like kind of like how is she murdered? Does this have something to do with me? And like their stories kind of merge together. And there's a lot of red herrings in the books. Like maybe this guy murdered her. Maybe that guy murdered her. Maybe this guy murdered her. Okay. So I started it. It was like 2 a.m. right before I went to sleep. And I'm like, let me just do, you know, let's start this book real fast. And I did not fucking sleep. I read that whole damn book in one sitting. Damn. I was just like, what's about to happen next? What's about to happen next? Like, there were some plot holes I found, like, afterwards. And some of the writing I found cringy. But it had me at the edge of my seat. So I'll, I'll give it four stars just for that. And there's an HBO series on it. Um, Allie said that she watched it and it's good. It's, you know, not as, it doesn't say 100% true, but she said for the main, most part it does. Mm-hmm. Is it I, under the same name? Yeah, The Girl Before. Okay. And so I'm, I kind of want to watch it, but I'm, you know, I'm so scared too. Because I'm like, well, this was a good book, so I don't want it to be ruined. Well, you said it's a, it's a miniseries, right? Not a movie, right? Yeah, it's a miniseries. Well, you can always just watch a couple minutes. You, you're you one of those people who, if you don't like it in the first few minutes, you turn that shit off. <laughs> That's the first part, but it's like, it doesn't doubt me. So, I mean, you can always give it a good five-minute try, and you'd be like, oh, nope, I don't even want to see how it goes. Because I, you know me, I might just check out that series before I even try to touch a book. Uh-huh. But that's my media, the girl before, four out of five stars. It was maybe three point five, but I'm like, no, this bitch had me. They gripped me. Yeah, but don't you dare even try to lower it. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll read Trisha's email before we end this podcast. Okay. She says, Jose and Katrina, thank you for Ori sharing such wonderful and hilarious content. I was recently listening back, and I just fell back in love with the older episodes. Cheaters, Alien, and a Ghost episode was played today, and I still loved it like the first time hearing it. A special shout out to Jose. I'm happy to have been able to share some moments with you personally, and you are an awesome, you are as awesome in person as you are on the pod. With you in mind, (laughs) with you in mind, I sat down this week and finished WandaVision and Doctor Strange 1 and 2. Of all these were all of these were great medias and the opposite of a waste of time. I loved how, in your experience, you were rooting for Wanda and Doctor Strange too, but in the movie, I was terrified of her. She definitely shined in the movie. WandaVision was also very great. I'll admit some actions from Wanda in the show made me emotional, and I shed tears for Wanda because of the utter utter pain and devastation Wanda had suffered time and time again. I relate to Wanda so much, and I know so many others do too. Once again, thanks for sharing your content with us. Love you. Bye. I love that email. And I also relate to Wanda because I live in a delusional world I created. Just like Wanda. (laughs) (laughs) Us delusional girlies get it. Yeah, the ones who don't, don't. (laughs) Yeah, that was a great email. I like that media. I I can't, I don't, I haven't watched any of those things, but I still like the email. So sweet. <laughs> so sweet. And anytime I can talk about Wanda, I will. Yeah. I mean, I like Elizabeth Olsen, so she I, Yes. I think if it was another actress, I would not have loved Wanda as much. I think she definitely brought her to life. 
And just a side note, I will say whatever she or her parents or whatever the thing was, the way that they did it worked. The fact that she had her twin sisters be the famous ones when they were younger and then bam, bitch, she gets to come in at like a young adult till like full grown adult and do her thing. That was a smart. That was smart. When you first heard of Elizabeth Olsen, did you know she was the sister of Mary Kate and Ashley? Yes. Just because all the fucking articles were saying it. I knew who Elizabeth Olsen was before I knew that she was an actress. Oh. See, I knew she was Elizabeth Olsen. But I'm like, damn, she looks like the Olsen sisters, too. Really? But, yeah, I did not know. Oh. A little fun fact about me. Anytime someone asks where my clothes is from, I always say The Row, which is Mary Kay and Ashley's brand, because it's, like, super expensive. But it's really not... <laughs> You get on my nerves. I'm like, oh, this cardigan, it's from The Road. <laughs> For me, I'd be like, it's from The Road. Yeah, I just picked this shit up. Is it? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to give us a suggestion and tell us who to do or give us your feedback on anything, you can send us an email. It's saveyoursorry at gmail.com. Our other socials will be listed down below. Everything's always changing with socials now, so I don't know if we're always going to be on them, so I'm not going to list them anymore. Because Twitter's not even Twitter. It's X. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. They'll be have, listed below, so you, you'll you know where to find us. But yeah, that shit's crazy. I have not been on X since. Like, or Twitter since. I guess it's still Twitter, technically. But yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. Please leave us a rating. Please leave us a review. Let's think what you think about Doja. Are you still a kitten? Are you a fan? Yeah, tell us. It's been wonderful. Bye. Say ya!